Hey everybody, this is Trevor Lee. This is episode 95 of the Running 44 at 60 podcast. Now, a few weeks ago, I had an email from a guy called Jacob Prothero. Hadn't met Jacob before. He said he was a listener to the podcast and he had an interesting story to tell. So I thought, right, let's find out a bit more about Jacob. And he does indeed have a very interesting story to tell. And he's going to come on the show right now and share it with you. So all the way from Ulverston, in the south of the Lake District, welcome Jacob Prothero to the podcast. So I've got Jacob on the podcast for this episode. Jacob, great to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. Cheers, Trevor. Thanks very much. Now, tell us how you were, how you've ended up coming on this uh, on this show, Jacob. Because I think you're a bit of a listener of this podcast, aren't you? Yeah, I am a bit of a bit, bit of a fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've sort of I've been getting into running the last twelve months, and uh, just decided I might just start looking for a, a running podcast. Uh, so I searched the internet and. Uh, your your podcast popped up. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, yeah, probably for the last six to nine months, I'd say. Been a, an avid listener, waiting for the next one to pop up. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's even better to know. So that's fantastic. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Now, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of things particularly today, uh, but and one of them being your challenge for April 2023, which is... Uh, well, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you you know you've got lined up then? So, uh, what's that about uh, eight nine months away? Yeah, yeah, it's not not too long away. So, <laughs> it'll be my first ever ultra marathon with GB Ultras doing the Manchester to Liverpool, uh, fifty miles. Uh, the only issue is currently uh, the furthest I've ever run is about twelve kilometers. Uh, pretty new to the, right. new to the, the running <laughs> okay. game. Uh, just thought I'd uh, set the bar high, you know. Good man, good man. So, so at the moment you're doing, you've got up to 12k. You've got to get to 50 miles in nine months. Well, that's okay. You just got to add on about five or six miles a month, and you'll be there. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be easy enough. I've got I've got a, a good support network around me. Some really um, some experienced people. Uh, so I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, so have you done any? You know, you say you're doing 12k at the moment, but have you done any running? You know, before what? Tell us about your running background or your running history. So my running history, there's not a lot so far. Um, I've done quite a few 5k's, the odd 10k, um, but I only really started running about 12 months ago because I've got Crohn's disease. Right. Um, before that, not a chance. Before, before about two years ago, there's no chance I could have run at all. Uh, and then, yeah, I sort of got into it through a friend uh, who used to do a lot of running with my wife. And he's just sort of taken me under his wing. Uh, this last sort of six months I've been with him. Uh, yeah, and he's just sort of helping me train up nice and slowly so I don't injure myself. Great. Um, yeah. So tell us about, I mean, this is the other thing we were going to talk, you know, that our other main topic for today is that you are, you're, you know, you've, you've got Crohn's disease and you're trying to get to the stage where you can run 50 miles with 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 Crohn's, you know. So tell us yeah. about that for listeners, uh, listeners, Jacob, who may not fully appreciate what, what that all means. So Crohn's disease, to start with, it's, um, there's no cure for Crohn's disease. And it's pretty much, for me, it's been... I've had it for the last 17 years. Um, I have 
had sepsis with it twice the first time. I was I was told I was forty eight hours from uh, from death, pretty much. Oh my god! Um, uh, so in two thousand nineteen, uh, after I got married, I decided enough was enough. I couldn't go on the way I was going on with my Crohn's disease. Uh, I ended up having a colostomy bag, uh, and that's totally changed my life. Um, means I can do so much more and hopefully running is one of those things. Um, yeah. So, so having the colostomy bag, has that really, it's made, it made a big enough difference that you could actually do some running and even contemplate doing a 50 mile run. Yeah. But before the colostomy bag, I used to try and get out for runs. My wife was, used to be quite a big, quite a big runner and I, I, I could never run any more than, a kilometer without needing to stop, use the toilet. So many times I was caught short and it was so embarrassing. Um, yeah, it was just not a very nice thing to have Crohn's disease. Uh, yeah, it was tough. So, so, so how does it, cause you know, clearly with, um, with a running, you know, a 50 mile race, as you, you know, you, there's a lot of eating and drinking needed to be involved. So how are you kind of plan to, you know, deal with that and, and deal with the Crohn's at the same time and how's that all going to work? I think I'm going to have to work out what I can eat to start with. I already know what I can eat on a day-to-day basis. Um, it's just working out what I'm going to be able to eat whilst my body is in overdrive, so to speak. Um, I already know that I'm going to have to, when I want to eat, I'm going to have to slow down to a walk uh, maybe for a couple of minutes before I eat something yeah. just to give my body time to just wind down and, and take some in and give it a chance just to digest. Um, yeah. So I think the next few months is going to be a bit of trial and error. I think so if anybody out there has any <laughs> ideas for me, that would be great. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure the ultra runners listening to listen to this Jacob would have, they all have their own quirky ways and things to eat, you know. Um, goodness yeah. me, I mean, there's been people on here talking about everything from, you know, cherry tomatoes to satsumas to peanut butter sandwiches and goodness knows a whole host of stuff. So I think you're absolutely right. It's going to be try it and see what happens, isn't it, during your, during your training? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a bit. I've listened to a lot of podcasts, a lot of people. Uh, I've listened to a lot, a lot of people eat. And there's a lot of things I can't eat due to my groans as well. So things like peanuts, um, any vegetable, fruit and vegetables with skins on. Uh, I can't have that sort of thing just because it's my intestines now are just so scarred up from 17 years of Crohn's that my body physically can't digest that sort of stuff. Um, so it is going to be tricky. It's going to be really tricky, but yeah. So have you have you come across, or have you doing your research, and when you've been you know looking into this, uh, for, you know as you say listening to listening to podcasts and whatever, have you come across other long distance runners who have Crohn's? I haven't, to be honest. No, no, I haven't really found anybody or anybody that's that I can chat to uh, about it very easily. So hopefully this might be something that. Uh, you could help me with through the podcast. Wow, well, that's that's absolutely right. So you know, if anybody's listening to this and they either you know have got in the same position as Jacob, or you know somebody who has Crohn's and and you know manages it with long distance running, then uh, please get in touch with Jacob and uh, or, or through the podcast, whatever you want to do that, and uh, that would be really interesting to know, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be great. Yeah, yeah, very helpful. Now, 
do you do you follow cricket at all, Jacob? Uh, no, I don't follow cricket. No, no. <laughs> being a being a Welshman from South Wales originally, I'm a I'm a rugby I'm a rugby lad myself. So. <laughs> well, the reason I raise that is because I think um, the England cricket team, uh, Jack Leach, who plays for the England cricket team, he has Crohn's disease, right. and and uh, it's often mentioned, um, you know, when he's playing, you know, that he's had to deal with that, and uh, I mean, he's on the field for a couple of hours at a time, I suppose, and things like that. So. Um, so I, I don't know what, you know, to what level. I mean, do you have Crohn's? I mean, this might sound a very ignorant question, but do you have Crohn's disease at different levels or is it just you've got it and that's it? Yeah, so different people suffer with it in different ways. Um, it can basically affect any part of your digestive system, Crohn's. So anywhere, from either end of your digestive system, basically. And I've pretty much suffered the whole shebang with it, everything like orofacial Crohn's. So I've got orofacial Crohn's in my cheeks. Uh, my, both my large and small intestines are fully scarred up. Um, and in a few more years, I have to have another surgery uh, just to remove my defunction part of my bowel. Um, so yeah, mine's got pretty bad over the last, probably the, before my colostomy, it was, pretty bad for about three or four years okay um yeah so it's but other people might not suffer so bad some people might react well to the first medication they try yeah um but that wasn't the case i mean i've went through every single medication uh and now i finally found one that seems to be helping okay yeah okay. interesting now um, so you've got up to 12K at the moment, um, and, and, you know, that's that's great. So that's been, you've been okay to get to 12K at the moment then, so presumably? Yeah, it's been brilliant, actually. My, the guy, uh, my, he's become one of my best friends now, Rob Brown. He's, uh, he's an avid fell runner here in the Lake District. Um, and he completed the, uh, the Bob Graham back in 2017. Right. 23 hours 16 minutes i think you did it in okay and his now wife um who was lizzie adams she's now lizzie brown she was the commonwealth mountain running champion uh, a few years back and she was fifth in the world um she was northern and national cross-country champion um yeah she's um so you've got plenty of people with very high knowledge of how to run long distances and yeah, well, and yeah. pretty quick probably as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lizzie now, after having two children, and she's still out often running sub 20-minute 5Ks just for fun with a push chair. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's absolutely, she's an absolute weapon. Uh, so tell us, tell us what where you know what are you doing on a weekly basis at the moment? Then where are you? What's your average running week look like right now, Jacob? So my average running week, as I'm on a bit of a training plan, I want a half marathon training plan. Um, just I want to be get a half marathon done by October. I'd like to get a full marathon done maybe by the end of January, and then the ultra in April. Um, but yeah, currently I'm running about probably running about between 10 and 12k a week at the moment um just could i managed to get a slip disc about eight weeks ago <laughs> oh, so, uh, just to add was, to things cracking yeah yeah it's always one thing after another with my body <laughs> um but 
yeah, it's I like to challenge myself, and I think the one thing Crohn's has taught me is how to get through tough times and how to push myself to mm. to really do what I want to do. And so, have you got a have you got a half marathon and a, and a marathon in 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 line? Have you got something targeted, a particular one that you're thinking about doing? No, I'm currently looking at the moment. I just, I just, yeah, I'm just gonna. I don't know whether just to do my own get my friends to to come and meet me and just do it locally myself. Um, but then again, I would also like a medal at the end of it. Well, I think, <laughs> yeah, and I think I think there's a, you know, being part of an event is also, you know, even though you're, you're seeing it as a training run, I think it's a it's a great thing to do. And it, I think it would give you a lot, you know, get through that successfully. Probably, you know, it's going to give you more confidence, isn't it, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, I hope so, yeah. I, 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 back in April... I went and did my first ever park run. Okay. Uh, I did that at Bushy Park in London. Oh, right. You go for the big one straight in then. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. most famous <laughs> one of all. Yeah. Uh, my friends had close by. We were staying with them. And uh, I went and it was quite emotional, actually. We set off and I was in tears setting off. I'd never been at such a fantastic event. where there was It was 1,100 people that Saturday morning. Um, yeah, I set off crying and... Being part of that big group finally got me that sub thirty minute five k that I'd been chasing for for the for the three or four months before that. So yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it has got. I think it probably would help to get someone booked in and yeah, because you're yeah. you're in uh, you're in Olverston, aren't you? In the south of the Lake District, so yeah, fell running country, I imagine. Yeah, there's fell runners everywhere around here. <laughs> <They're> everywhere. <laughs> I mean, we think it's hilly down here in Cornwall, but uh, I imagine it's pretty hilly in the in the Lake District as well. Obviously, yeah. yeah. If you want to go anywhere, you have to tackle it. <laughs> <a hill. laughs> now, you've got the half marathon in October, if, um, you know, full marathon end of January, and that sort of thing. So clearly, you you know, you're going to be building up your your training in the in the meantime. So, have you got a have you have you kind of got yourself a a, a training plan of sorts, Jacob? How's that working at the moment? Yeah, so currently I've just um, I got myself a Garmin uh, a few months ago, and I'm just following a, a Garmin plan, Garmin coach plan. Um, just yeah, I can adapt it and and, and things like that. But um, I'm open if anybody else has any other training plans in the future. If they want to help out with the marathon training or any ultra marathon training plans that they want to help me out with, then feel free to get in touch. Well, the one the one piece of advice I can share with you, which was uh, from uh, a guy called Tristan Stevenson, who came on the podcast and a very, very, you know, you know, pretty, pretty high quality ultra runner. And he said that even if he was running a hundred mile ultra, he'd never run beyond marathon distance in training. Awesome. So, you know, so he was suggesting, so for your 50 miler, you certainly wouldn't need to be thinking you've got to do a 35 mile run or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, the one, I mean, I'm no expert on this at all, but the one thing I can pass on is that the best bit of training I learned, which was, you know, I did, I started doing, you know, I don't suppose two or three months before the ultra was uh, back to back runs. So I might do 15, 16 miles on a one day, either a Friday or a Saturday, and then the next day do another 13 or 14. So you kind of got about 30 miles in over two days. Yeah. And the idea being is that you run with, uh, you know, your legs are quite tired on the second day, but, you know, it just, it, it just, you just practice running on the tired legs, really. So, um, 
But no, that's great. So why did you choose Liverpool? Is, is it Liverpool to Manchester or Manchester to Liverpool? Manchester to Liverpool. Manchester to Liverpool. So why why this one, Jacob? Uh, I think because it was fairly local. It's um, It looks well supported. Um, and uh, that was about it, really. I just come across it on social media. And I was led, I was sat there with, uh, I've got a 10 month old baby. Um, I was sat there with her while she was sleeping on me one afternoon and I saw it pop up and I thought, why not give myself something to aim for? Wow. That's you a know, huge I'm, target. Great stuff. Yeah. I mean, with, after my colostomy bag, um, my body finally managed to put on some weight and, uh, I've probably put on a bit too much now. So <laughs> I also just, something great to help me just focus on my running, but also losing the weight and just generally getting fitter and healthier. And uh, it's working so far every single day, I think about it. Uh, and I'm, I'm really, really excited for it. Really excited. And is, it, is that run called, is it called the Trans-Pennine Trail? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's all yeah. the Trans-Pennine Trail. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there was a guy, uh, I'm just checking my notes from previous podcasts, but the, uh, I was at the Cornwall Running Show, which would have been Easter Saturday, I think, or Easter Sunday in April. There was a guy called Jansen. Uh, right. And he did it. Um, now, he may, Jansen, if you're listening to this, um, you I think you're either about to do it or you'd just done it when I, when you came on the podcast. So for a couple of minutes, Jansen came on. So, hey, if you've got some tips for Jacob, Jansen, then I'm sure you can work out how to find each other. So um, then uh, I'm sure you, you know, Jacob will be very grateful for your tips on the actual uh, event itself. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Anything, anything, please. <laughs> so tell us a bit about that 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 route. Then is it is it off is it all off road or is it what's what's if it's called the Trans Pennine Trail? I'm thinking it might be off road. Uh, so I think most of it is is is, is good paths, good paths. Uh, I think it follows alongside a lot of canals and rivers. Um, I'm hopefully uh, over the next few months I'm going to go down. It's not too far for me to go and uh, maybe run sections of it and get familiar with it. Uh, I know GB Ultras, I think they offer um, some training runs where you go down and be part of some of the sections, go run some of the sections. So I think I might go down and, and see what it's all about. But they say road road trainers, road okay. running shoes are, are, are perfect. Great. Uh, they all together, I think there's about 300 foot of ascent across the whole is there? 50 miles. Oh, so, well, compared with Cornwall and the Lake District, that is flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of the other reasons I chose it, to be honest. God, <laughs> most of the local runners listening to this dream about running 50 miles with that sort of ascent. So, they, yeah, great stuff. Oh, well, that's really good. That's really good. How many runners, do you have you any idea how many people take part? I think this year, I think next year, I think there's going to be 400, I think. Okay. I think previously there has been 300, maybe. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's 400 next year. And I think the first 100 people get a gold medal, second 100 silver, and then everybody else get a a bronze. Okay. So I just want to finish and get a a, a medal. (laughs) I don't don't care what colour it is. (laughs) Well, that's that's the thing. And... uh, Boy, it'll be a great feeling when you get to that finish line. Yeah, rest yeah. assured, it will be. It will be a fantastic feeling. So, so Jacob, are you, are you raising? You know, are you raising. Is this a charity thing as well, or are you just just getting out there and running it? Yeah, no, it's a charity thing. Um, I'm doing it for the two charities that are quite close to my heart. 
the first one is Crohn's and Colitis UK. Uh, they are a charity that has helped me no end over the years. Um, they have great free publications that they'll send to you in the post about anything to do with Crohn's and colitis, whether it's uh, symptoms, uh, an explanation of what everything is, an explanation, uh, an explanation of every drug that is used to treat both Crohn's and colitis. Um, yeah, they've just been fantastic. They've they got me a radar key um, for when I was out and, out and about, which was that was very handy. Um, and the other charity, which is Bay Search and Rescue, so I'm part of the part of the search, Bay Search and Rescue team up here in South Cumbria, um, based right on the coast down at Flutborough. Um, we're mostly trained for quicksand rescue. There's a lot of quicksand rescue out on the bay here at Morecambe Bay. Oh, uh, right, yeah. The biggest expanse of intertidal sands and mudflats in the UK. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we're a DEFRA-approved team, so which means we can go to national incidents of flooding, snow, wildfires. Um, so, yeah, that's the second charity I'm raising money for, which is... And are you planning to do any of your training kind of running on the sands and the beaches and things? Or uh, Possibly. I did do one run on the sand um, before I slipped my tisk in my back, and I hated every minute of it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I probably will do. I pr- probably will do that, yeah, yeah. Well, it's tough running across the sand, um, but at the same time, um, it means you get a tough training session in especially if you've got a couple of hills in there, a tough training session in, in a relatively short period of time. And um, I remember someone saying, you know, you know, don't think that ultra training is just all about running long distance. You know, those short, sharp bursts, those hill sessions and all that, and, uh, you know, the, you know, strength training and everything. It's a complete package, really, you know. So, yeah, uh, so, yeah so that's great. But um, and Morecambe Bay is very infamous, isn't it, I think, for uh, the fast-moving tide, uh, you know, oh, fast-moving yeah, tides yeah. and stuff? It's- yeah, we've been out to a few rescues where people are caught out um, quite quickly. Um, you can be stood on the lovely sands on a hot summer's day and the next minute you're surrounded by water. The tide just comes in so quick there. And some patches of quicksand, uh, which you wouldn't even be able to walk on. It's um, it's quite wow. unbelievable. Gosh, so you've got to know what you're doing. I mean... Is it true? I heard. I'm sure I heard a phrase somewhere that's you know some of the tides come in faster than galloping horses. Is that is that? Yeah, is yeah. That true? Certainly in Morecambe Bay, when you see the ball that comes up, up the uh, the, the main estuary, up to, to past uh, Silverdale, um, and Arnside. Yeah, you see that ball, and you wouldn't be able to outrun that. It's um, yeah, it's quick. Gosh, right. Okay, well, that's a fantastic thing for you to be doing, and two amazing charities to raise money for. So, now, have you have you started raising money? Can we put a, a, a just giving link or something in the in the show notes? Yeah, yeah, I've got uh, I've got a link for each. Um, I've also got an Instagram page as well, which I've started up documenting my. Uh, Great. So how do I, so what if you uh, what I'll probably ask you to do, Jacob, is email me the. Um, they're just giving links and then I'll put them in the show notes. But tell us about how people can find you on the Instagram page because presumably that'll have the links on as well. How do they find you on Instagram? Yes, just go on Instagram and search uh, Jacob uh, Ultra with Crohn's and it's an underscore between each word. Jacob Ultra with Crohn's. Yep. Yeah, with and in between each word, is it's an underscore. Okay. 
Um, yeah, if you can link on there, that's I'm going to hopefully document my whole training and everything that's going on on there. And great stuff. Yeah. Well, what I'm thinking, Jacob. Well, first of all, thank you very much for sharing your story. And uh, listeners, if any of you have got any experience of Crohn's or you know somebody who has with running, then clearly Jacob would be keen to make touch. So people can get in touch with you through that Instagram page, I imagine, can they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be fantastic. And I'm going to I'm going to uh, suggest uh, Jacob that we we get you back on the show um, around about yeah, the time you've done your first marathon in January and, and just check in with you and see where you've got to. Is that okay? Yeah, that sounds brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Because uh, that, that'll still be three months. Because I've just written down here, you mentioned you did your park run in April. So you're going to go from park run to 50 mile ultra with Crohn's disease in 12 months. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. Ah, that is some challenge, buddy. That is, you know, that's an amazing feat for you to take on board. So good for you. That'll be brilliant. That'll be absolutely amazing. So uh, anyway, so Jacob, it's been brilliant having you on the show. Thank you very much for sharing your story and the details of it. We wish you every success. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back to find out how you're doing. And uh, And that will be, you know, and I wish you every success with your training and everything that's going with it. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. And we'll put the Just Giving links in the show notes uh, so you've got those, ladies and gentlemen. And please support Jacob because, you know, he's he's doing an amazing thing here. And uh, every time someone puts a little bit of money on the Just Giving page, I know from personal experience, it always gives you a lift as a runner. So, uh, So let's make that happen for Jacob as well. Jacob, brilliant to see you. Good luck, buddy, with your training. Cheers. Thanks, Trevor. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. You know, when you're running and you, you know, you don't have anything to be concerned about other than getting from A to B. And then, you know, you listen to Jacob and he's taking on this amazing challenge given the fact that he's going to have to do this with Crohn's disease. And, you know, I just can't quite get my head around what he's got to have to go through to make this happen. So hats off to him. And if you want to support him, then I've put in the show notes the link to his two Just Giving pages. And he's got his Instagram uh, thing in there as well. And, of course, if you have got any experience of running with Crohn's disease or you know somebody who has who could be of help to Jacob, then he will be delighted to hear from you. So please do get in touch with him through his Instagram page. That would be amazing. Now, if you like the podcast and you're thinking, hey, I've got something great to share, Trevor, I could be a guest on the podcast. Well, drop me a note, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. That's L-double-E for the Lee bit. And let's see if we can make that happen. We're closing in, of course, on episode number 100. (laughs) Oh, goodness me. Anyway, if you like the podcast, then that would be marvellous if you shared it or you reviewed it even, or you put a comment on here as well on some sort of social media platform. So there we go. So thanks for listening. Be back with another episode very soon.